بسم الله الحمد لله والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه ومن ولا ما بعد. Forgive me, I have a sore throat, so I'll be speaking a little bit softly today. Today's characteristic of the believer is a very beautiful one, and inshallah ta'ala, it will bring a smile to all of your faces because that is the characteristic I'll be talking about. Smiling, having a positive countenance, always having a cheerful attitude. Jadid ibn Abdullah al-Bajali, one of the Ansar, he said, and he's living in Medina, so he's coming to the masjid every single day. He said, I never visited or saw the Prophet except that he smiled when he saw me. Every single time, the smile was there. Abdullah ibn al-Harith, another Ansari, he said, I never saw anybody smile more than the Prophet I never saw anybody smiling more than our Prophet And when one of the Sahaba described him, he said that the Prophet was Bassaman Dahaka. Bassam, always smiling. Dahak, always in a laughing, a good mood. So he's describing the Prophet as always being of cheerful countenance. And this act of smiling is something that our Prophet advised the righteous to do. He told us to be amongst those who are smiling. He said, Never trivialize any good deed. Even if you meet your brother with a smiling face, Allah will count that as a good deed. And he said in another hadith, Smiling when you see your brother is a type of sadaqah that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you for. So to be of cheerful countenance, and subhanallah, I have to say sometimes, sometimes, some people when they become religious, they are the most frowning and scowling of people. I don't know why. Which sunnah books are they reading? I don't know. Like religiosity is supposed to cheer you up. Religiosity is supposed to make you a smiling person as our Prophet was. Anybody who's religious and he's always scowling, I don't know what he's getting this from. It's not from the sunnah of our Prophet In fact, even psychologists, by the way, side point, even ilm al-nafs and psychologists, they say that smiling reduces blood pressure. It makes you more cheerful. In fact, smiling is contagious. You know, they have these studies that they do, psychiatrists, and they have so much time on their hands, they do these amazing studies. If a, a, a random person walks into a room, everybody is told to be in a cheerful mood. That random person will become cheerful and happy. Opposite, if a random person walks into a room and they've been told in the room the setup is there to be scowling, lo and behold, that person that walks in also gets a bad attitude. So subhanAllah, smiling is contagious. When you smile, you cheer yourself up and you cheer other people up as well. Not just this, our Prophet would also frequently laugh. And his laughter was smiling. Uh, hadith in Tirmidhi says that his dahik was tabassuma. Ma kana Nabi yadhaku illa tabassuma. The meaning here that his laughter, it was when you smile and then the smiling becomes laugh, right? So that's the laughter that he would do. So just to be uh, technical here, our Prophet never, we say in English, cackled, right? The laughter that is very loud that comes from the belly, he never did that. 
That was not his laughter. His laughter was when you smile, the smile becomes more, it naturally erupts into a laughter. That is the dignified laughter. Our Prophet would also frequently laugh and sometimes the laughing would be that his mouth would open so that they could see his premolar. And that was once on a while, he would do that. And the, the Sahaba said we would sit after Salat al-Fajr every day and after a while people would begin talking and they would mention the jokes of Jahiliyyah, the poetry of Jahiliyyah, the antics of Jahiliyyah, and the Prophet would listen and he would smile and laugh with them. So even to be laughing and to have a cheerful attitude, it is a part of the Sunnah. In fact, we also know that our Prophet وسلم, himself would actually make funny statements, jokes, and his jokes were the cleanest and the purest and the most accurate. None of his jokes contained any evil, any derogatory, any type of insult. All of his, whatever he said was the truth, the highest level of bringing laughter, he would do this. And in fact, he said, <clears throat> in an authentic hadith, he said that I crack jokes and when I speak, it is the truth. Even my jokes have the truth in them. So there are booklets that have compiled the laughter and the joking of the Prophet ﷺ. Generally speaking, when he would uh, crack a joke, we say in English, it would really be a play on words, really, because he has to speak the truth. So whatever he says, it has to be technically true. So pretty much all of his jokes, they are a play on Arabic words. Problem is they're Arabic words. When you translate it to English, you kind of sort of lose the joke. You all know, for example, the famous one. Uh, this one is Nazi. You understand this one. That the old lady that came and asked that he saw, she said to the Prophet make dua that Allah causes me to enter Jannah. So the Prophet said, oh, Amat Allah, oh, servant of Allah, don't you know? Old ladies don't enter Jannah, right? So she became worried, what am I going to do? Then the Prophet said, old ladies don't enter Jannah. Allah will transform you into a young lady and you will be at your prime. Then you will enter Jannah. This is factually true. All ladies do not enter Jannah. So this is a joke that made her laugh at the end, happy, extra happy, right? And uh, the famous incident as well that uh, a lady came to the Prophet and said, Oh Messenger of Allah, my husband and I will want to invite you for a feast at our house, right? So she, he said to her, Which one is your, your husband? Oh, the one that has bayat fi aynihi in Arabic. Uh, generally speaking, whiteness of the eye means he has a, a deformity of the eye, a sickness of the eye. It literally it means whiteness of the eye. So the lady said, no, no, that's not my husband. The Prophet said, no, no, that is your, I know your husband is the one that has the whiteness in the eye. She said once again, no, no, my husband has no whiteness. Then she, he said, sallallahu that, oh, Amat Allah, doesn't every single person have a whiteness in their eye? Meaning, yes, I'm going to come to your house. It's just a joke that he's giving like this, right? Again, in the Arabic, you call a baby camel, waladun naqa. Waladu naqa means the child of a camel. That's what you call a baby camel. Waladu an naqa. So a man comes, he says, I want to go on an expedition. The Prophet says, I don't have a camel, but I do. Uh, he said, I, I, I only have a waladu naqa to give you. And a waladu naqa is a baby camel. So the man said, Ya Rasulullah, what will I do with a baby camel? So the Prophet said, isn't every camel the baby of another camel? So basically it's a pun on words, right? He's cheering them up in this manner by just cracking a halal joke. And by the way, even what we would call pranks that are not hurting feelings, these are something that is good to do as well. There was a, a, a person by the name of Zahir and he would come from the Badia and he would buy and sell and he would go back to his, his Bedouin and he would every time come he would gift the Prophet He was a joker, he was a prankster. He would always do funny things 
things and he would gift the Prophet there was a very good friendship with them so once the Prophet went to the marketplace and he saw Zahir who was selling some merchandise so without telling Zahir the Prophet went behind Zahir and surprised him held him from the back like this and he started shouting in the marketplace who is going to purchase this Abd from me Who's going to purchase this Abd from me? You know, Abd has a double meaning. Abdullah and Abd means, of course, the slave, right? So Zahir's like, who's doing this? Like, what is going on? I'm not an Abd, I'm a free man. Then he sees the Prophet and he goes, then he slumped. He wanted his body to touch the body of the Prophet as much as he could. And he said, Ya Rasulullah, if you want to sell me, you're not going to get a good price. Nobody's going to want to buy me. So the Prophet said, No, Wallahi, you are ghali in the eyes of Allah. You are priceless in the eyes of Allah. This is what we would call a, a, a practical, you know, a, pr- a prank, right? And the Prophet is doing this to bring happiness. How do you think Zahir felt? How do you think he felt that the Prophet is teasing him in this halal manner? By the way, we have to be careful here. Any type of practical, you know, joke or prank that we do, it cannot be hurting somebody's feelings. And it cannot be derogatory. And it cannot bring about fear. Hadith in Tirmidhi, <coughs> that uh, a group of Sahaba were traveling and uh, some youngsters amongst them, they pulled a prank on one of their friends and they took all of his armor and his spears and they hid it. And, the ma- and there was the battle the next day, right? So he woke up, he has no armors and he has no spears. He has no, you know, nothing. And he's like, what's going to happen? How am I going to do it? And they're all laughing. And the Prophet said, what's going on? They said, Don't, Ya Rasulullah, it was just a joke that we did. So then the Prophet said, it is not allowed to introduce fear to the heart of a believer. You went too far. Right? This was a practical joke that went too far. The guy became terrified, like he doesn't have the battle, you know, the, the, the stuff, so that you have to be careful here that you don't go too far. Bottom line, and that is a part of the akhlaq of the believer, is to be good-spirited, to be happy, to give the happy countenance, to smile when you see people, to laugh in a halal manner and joke in a halal manner, to not be of a severe countenance, always scowling. That's not from the sunnah, that's not from the akhlaq of the believer, final incident and it's a beautiful incident subhanallah it's one that really we should think long and hard about Anas ibn Malik describes the last days of our Prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and you know that he was sick for one week and Abu Bakr as-Siddiq was leading the salah and rumors began to spread that this might be it rumors began to spread that khalas this is it so there was very much fear very much terrified this is going to be bad news coming and of course it was going to be coming but the very last like Sunday the Prophet passed away Monday the very last Sunday that one day before he passed away when they were in Salat al-Isha Anas ibn Malik said Abu Bakr was leading and the Prophet opened the curtain they hadn't seen him for a week they opened the curtain and he said we saw the Prophet smiling it was a fitna for us, he said. We almost broke our salah. We couldn't bear our happiness. We saw him smiling at us. It was as if it was the moon. We saw it. We couldn't. From the farah, we almost broke our salah. And Abu Bakr continued and finished off. And then the Prophet gave the ishara, stay where you are. He lowered the curtain. And as Sayyidina Malik said, that was the last we saw the Prophet smiling upon the ummah as they said their salah. That was his farewell to them. So dear brothers, dear sisters, smile when you see your brothers. Be happy, be cheerful. This is a part of the sunnah and of the akhlaq of the believers. Inshallah, we'll continue tomorrow. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Ramadan al-ladhi unzila fihi al-Qur'an hudan lin-nasi wa bayinatim 
من الهدى والفرقان فمن شهد منكم الشهر فليصمه ومن كان مريضا أو على سفر فعدة من أيام أخر يريد الله بكم اليسر ولا يريد بكم العسر ولتكملوا العدة ولتكبروا الله على ما هداكم ولعلكم تشكرون 